0: Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in Psalm one nineteen verses forty one to forty eight. Let your steadfast love come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Then I shall have an answer for those who taunt me, for I trust in your word. Do not take the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for my hope is in your ordinances. I will keep your law continually, forever and ever. I shall walk at liberty, for I have sought your precepts. I will also speak of your decrees before kings, and shall not be put to shame. I find my delight in your commandments because I love them. I revere your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statues. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verses 10 through 22. I stayed on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights as I had done the first time. And once again, the Lord listened to me. The Lord was unwilling to destroy you, The Lord said to me, Get up, go on your journey at the head of the people, that that they may go in and occupy the land that I swore to their ancestors to give them. So now, O Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? Only to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his decrees I am commanding you today for your own well-being. Although heaven and the heaven of heavens belongs to the Lord your God, the earth with all that is in it, yet the Lord set his heart in love on your ancestors alone and chose you, their descendants after them, out of all the peoples as it is today. Circumcise then the foreskin of your heart, and do not be stubborn any longer. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who is not partial and takes no bribe, who executes justice for the orphan and the widow, and who loves the strangers, providing them food and clothing. You shall also love the stranger, for you are strangers in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God, him alone you shall worship, to him you shall hold fast, and by his name you shall swear. He is your praise, he is your God, who has done for you these great and awesome things that your own eyes have seen. Your ancestors went down to Egypt, 70 persons, and now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars in heaven. James chapter 2 verses 14 through 26 What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but do not have good works? Can faith save you? If a brother or sister is naked and lacks daily food, and one of them says to and one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm, and eat your fill. And yet you do not supply their bodily needs. What is the good of that? So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works. You and I by my my works will show you my faith. You believe that God is one. You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you senseless person, that faith apart from works is barren? Was not your ancestor Abraham justified by works when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with works, and faith was brought to completion by works. Thus the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. Likewise, was not Rahab the prostitute also justified by works when she welcomed the messengers and sent them out by another road? For just as the body without a spirit is dead, so faith without works is also dead. Good morning and welcome to the 22nd Tuesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac, broadcasting from Imesville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 119, Deuteronomy 10, and James 2. You can tell we're following Deuteronomy and James, and the uh, the theme is still this uh, conundrum between what we do and how and whether we believe. And this is a more explicit um Uh, passage in James that talks talks about this dichotomy, not just between uh, the law and the gospel, but about faith and works. And the law is often a stand-in for works, and the gospel is sometimes a stand-in for faith. And James, whoever wrote it, um, is clearly having a debate with this really popular uh, extra apostle, um, Paul. And um, he's not sure, he's not convinced that it's faith alone or that you know you can do away with the law. I don't think he goes that far, but um, I think it's uh, a debate by proxy between the two writers. Um, and in support of James, we have this reading from Deuteronomy um, that also follows on the Shema. Um, uh, remember from yesterday, the Shema is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one, um, and you are to love your the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. And here we have kind of a, a reflection of that several chapters later. Um, uh, now, O Israel, what does the Lord require of you? To walk in His ways, to love Him, and to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. And to keep the commandments of the Lord your God with and his decrees. Um, so with James, it's, look, love and serve the Lord with your heart and soul. But there's also these bodily um, expectations. Keep the commandments. Don't murder. Don't covet. Don't take the Lord's name in vain. But do swear by the Lord. Um, and uh, there's also this added metaphor of you know this uh, fleshy kind of works, and the um, the the internal kind of disposition of uh, you know your heart. When the writer, when Deuteronomy says, "Circumcise the foreskin of your heart," uh, they're talking about. Look, we know that all all of us are circumcised, our you know our penises have been circumcised, <laughs> but also circumcise your heart, your your core, your inner your inner, um, life and, and internal kind of way, um, that should also reflect this work, uh, this, this ritual, this deed that, um, reflects what we believe and who we are and who we follow. It should also be in your heart. It should never just be, you know, this, uh, muscle memory or, or memorization of ritual, um, if you don't have both, you're missing out. Um, and so the, as with many debates, there's some something in the middle. Each um, arguer will kind of pull the the center in their direction. But I think the what uh, they're trying to get at, I don't know if it's true of Paul, but definitely of James. Um, this is also true with like Augustine and Predestination um against John Cashin, which I didn't you know, I didn't even hear of John Cashin until I got to seminary. Um but he argues against predestination uh, in a similar way that James does against Paul and you know this you know abandoning or or you know kind of uh, s- subordinating of the law. Um and there's always somewhere in the middle where there's probably a sweet spot. Um, even though we may be more familiar with one side of the argument, maybe um, you're much more familiar with Augustine predestination, thanks to Luther and um, you know, the Western church. Um, or maybe you're more familiar with the law. Maybe you grew up in a tradition that was legalistic and expected you to memorize Bible verses without really understanding the context of them. Um the point is not to get rid of those rituals that may have been um, exploited for power uh, in a harmful way. Um, and it's also not to get rid of uh, that 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 inner sense of joy and belonging that should go with the people of the people of God and the community of Christ. Um, we cannot have one without the without the other. Um, just like you know you can't have a body without a spirit or a soul, you can't have faith without works. um the body without a spirit is dead in in the exact same way, so faith without works is also dead is how we uh close in James um and I think that's actually really important. You know, we talk about spirit, soul, um the Greek word is pasukos, which we you may. Familiar with uh, its derivation, psyche, the soul or the spirit is your psyche. It's your mind. It's it's that intangible part of yourself. And if you don't have it, there's something missing. Um, I don't know that there is a creature that exists without a soul, um, but your mind might not work properly. You still have it, um, but it may not be working properly. But that doesn't make you less of a person. Um, the, uh, or I guess alive, whether or not you're alive, I suppose is the question. Um, but these, these debates are so often kind of polemic, you know, they, they, they each try and take a more extreme version of their argument to kind of pull back on their adversaries, um, points. Um, I don't know that, like I was reading, um, uh, I don't know that works fulfill faith. Uh person is justified by works and not by faith alone. I mean, that's dangerous, and it's been used dangerously um, to say that, well, we don't need God. Um, you know, the God is dead movement <laughs> was a Protestant movement, and it was Protestants, for the most part, who, um, you know, rejected... The strict Augustinian kind of imagination of the Roman Catholic Church, um, and led to um, elements of the church thinking that you know, God is dead, and you know it's up to us to to make the world better. Um, and you know, the James says faith alone, but like it's it's very easy to twist this uh, that statement into something that um, that I don't think God. Would have us do, and I don't think that we should do, which is to forget that God is at the center of this story. Um, and there's a mix. There's always a, I don't know, a sweet spot, I suppose, um, between you know faith and works, um, between even spirit and body. You know, you, I don't want to know just your mind. I don't want to know just your body. I want to know who you are as a person, as a creature, uh, creation of God, um, that is made up of two parts. Mind and body, in the same way, our faith, you know, it's our tradition. I will say, um, is is deficient if we only think of faith and belief and inner disposition, um, without, you know, being good people by what we do. But it's also not true that we can um, that we can earn our own salvation. Um, God is involved, must be involved because God, if we believe, you know, even some of this stuff, we believe that God created the world. Um, and God created heaven and and earth and um, to be with God in some hereafter is is up to God. It's not up to us. It's not simply up to our works, but we may be judged by, we may be looked upon, um, to, um, to understand who and what we are by how our faith shapes our works, by, by the inner disposition that motivates the things that we do. And we can't have one without the other. Our body without a spirit is dead, just as faith without works and works without faith are also dead. Prayer for Guidance from the Book of Common Prayer O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment and light rises up in darkness for the godly grant us in all our doubts and uncertainties the grace to ask what you would have us do that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices that in your light we may see light and in your straight path may not stumble through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.